What's up, Zach Oates here, author, entrepreneur, and customer relationship guru. Welcome to Give an Ovation, growth strategies for restaurants and retailers, where we find industry leaders to share their secrets to grow your business. This podcast is sponsored by Ovation, the actionable guest feedback tool that works on or off premise and is easy, real time, and actually drives revenue. Learn more at OvationUp.com. Welcome to another edition of Give an Ovation. I am joined today by someone who is like just an incredible guy. Over 13 years as a founder, he knows how to get projects across the line. He's currently the co-founder and CEO of Okavu, which is an incredible product. I'm excited to chat about it. And even though winter is not coming, his name is Mike Snow. Welcome to Give an Ovation, man. Love it. Thanks, Zach. So first of all, tell me a little more about, tell our listeners a little more about Okavu. It's it's a super cool product. Uh, I've tested it out a couple of different times. You've sent me a couple of, um, a couple of like examples of it. And it was, I mean, just blew me away. Yeah. I remember grabbing pizza with you and we placed a 3D pizza next to the, you know, the, the Via 313 pizzas. Not as good as Via 313. Yeah. So yeah, to, to, to tell the listeners, what, what is Okavu? So Okavu was founded by me and a buddy, John Cheney, seven and a half years ago. If you can believe it, Time's, time flies. But um, we got our, our start into the 3D augmented reality industry back in the wake of Pokemon Go. So oh, kids yeah. running around their neighborhoods and um, local parks and libraries, catching digital creatures, right? Having a blast. Um, they got more users than Twitter in like the first five days. It was just crazy. I remember John calling me up and saying, how do we incorporate augmented reality for businesses, right? So we quickly um, brought on technical co-founders that built AR apps and could you know, allow us to engage brands and their fans with augmented reality. So simple start to the business was with swig you could go up to a swig tap on an ar object and then win a prize you know might be a free cookie if you buy a drink or you know half off um, all from engaging in the app with augmented reality since then we've we've pivoted a few times we've um, actually gone web-based at the moment so you can now click it without having to download an app you can just click a link on your phone pulls it up right in safari or chrome and so that's a big game changer we now are main focus has been e-commerce and now restaurants. Um, so allowing a, someone to visualize a product in their home, right from the website, right from their phone, you know, whether it's a treadmill, a hot tub, a sofa, seeing how that product is going to fit into their apartment, their home before they click purchase. Yeah. Uh, and it is in- stuff like that is just so amazing. I mean, we, we literally are in the process right now of buying a rug. And mm-hmm. so we wanted to see how does the rug actually fit in our room? And so it was really cool to be able to see what size, because it's kind of hard to visualize, even if you tape it off, but putting that rug in the room virtually is really cool. And then doing this, when you showed me what you guys can do with food, it was like, oh, that's so cool because there's pictures of food, but then when you could see it in 3D on the table right in front of you, I mean, I'm one of those guys where... I walk into a restaurant. If I've never been there before, one of the things I love doing is go to the bathroom and I take a very circuitous route when going to the bathroom because 
I want to take a glimpse at what other people getting. What does it look like? How does it, you know, and, and how does it look on the table? And that's how I'll make a lot of my decisions. If I'm, if I'm going for the first time, uh, I read the reviews and then I, I walk around the restaurant. I love that. And, and this is really cool because it's just so real and it looks so good. It's yeah. not like one of these really cheapo renderings because what we're talking about here, just so everyone's understanding this, this is not a 3D rendering of like a drawing. It's a, it's a picture. But mm-hmm. but unfortunately, Mike, you need like a $100,000 camera to take these photos. Is that right? Yeah. So the 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 scanning technology has come a long way. We actually tried this five years ago and the food quality was good. But now our phones are newer. The tech, the scanning technology, like you mentioned, it's a high fidelity scan. It almost looks. Wait a second. You mean I don't need a hundred thousand dollar camera to take these photos? No, we can actually actually (laughs) upload it right from uh, just from a smartphone. We do a little bit of editing, you know, just to touch it up a little bit for for the client. But yeah, it's it's amazing. Like sometimes we'll put I'll put a crumble cookie next to a real cookie and take a little video, and it's hard to tell the difference. Like even with a trained eye. That is so incredible. And what are some, as you're looking at the restaurant of the future, how do you think 3D, AR, VR, how do you think that's going to play into the, the restaurant of the future? It'll be interesting. We So on the e-commerce side, which has been our bread and butter for seven and a half years now, um, we've seen a huge uptake, especially with the advent of Apple glasses that are coming out. Apple AR, you know, VR goggles are coming out. That's going to usher in Meta and Samsung and Google and all of them to come out with glasses. So that when we're at a restaurant, we can literally just look at the menu and see the different objects in high fidelity, true to life size right there in front of us. So we don't know, we no longer have to worry about, you know, does this appetizer really feed two or is it four or is it, you know, two to four? What does that mean? Right. We can just We'll see the menu. We'll see the dishes right in front of us. That's, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. And are you anticipating that's gonna help sales, hurt sales? Like, because because right now with menu optimization, there's a lot of things that you can do. One of my one of my uh, good friends, Donald Burns, he does some great coaching on how do you design a menu. Mm-hmm. How do you think this is gonna change the way that we think about menus as a restaurant? Right, because there's so much psychology that goes into. Do you put the dollar signs there? Do you put like the prices in a row? How do you rank order your most highest profit margin? Um, which you know, putting a super expensive dish that you don't really want to sell right before a dish that's a little bit cheaper but still more expensive than average dish that you want to sell. Um, how, how do you think the visualization of this is going to affect that? It's a great question. Um, you actually brought up an interesting study that I, I just discovered. They spent millions of dollars in marketing or in, in, in research to figure out if having food by itself, food with a hand, or food with a person in it does better. And you know what was interesting? No food or food with a hand actually outperformed someone eating the food. Oh, and I thought that was very interesting. So there's a lot of science. And truth be told, I don't know exactly how it's going to pan out. Um, it may be strategic, um, like you mentioned, the dollar signs, putting the expensive one. It may be strategic for them to place maybe the more aesthetic products in AR, right? And and really promote those, put those first. Um, 
To answer your question, I believe the ramifications of this are going to be one, it's going to wow the customers because they're going to be like, it's a novel technology that they kind of get, right? We're playing around on Amazon. We get it. We get the view in your room. Most yeah. people have seen that button on the Amazon app. They're like, okay, I can see this treadmill. Great. Yeah. But when you have it, food, it's visceral. It's pleasing, right? We all eat, right? We're not buying a treadmill every day. So I think the technology is just going to spread like wildfire. I believe almost every menu where it makes sense will incorporate some sort of three, especially on their online menu, right? Like if someone's at home and they're wondering what the food's going to be like. Oh, I didn't even think that's so funny. This whole entire time I've been thinking about like dining in, but that's such a good point of when I'm eating at home, I've got no idea what it's going to look like. And I think that'd be really interesting to even be able to show what the packaging is going to look like. Right. Because for example, if I, if I know that the packaging is going to be like a clear plastic cheapo thing, then I'm not ordering fries. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause I know that it's going to, come bad <laughs> or it might be a better shopping experience ordering experience because now you know exactly what it comes with. exactly yeah, exactly right well, I, I love that oh my gosh this could this could be both of us right or or this is smaller we might need to, need to order two of these you know pizzas so i i think the things that come to my mind are menu exploration maybe you and me tried a menu item that we never would have before it was my birthday last week and oh, happy birthday thank you so every single year I go to the same restaurant because it's my favorite. It's McDonald's. Oh, <laughs> McDonald's, you know, got to get that dollar menu. Um, and their menu is simultaneously my favorite and, and my favorite. favorite at the same time. Okay. Wait, what are your top few things at, at Cheesecake Factory? So I read through the entire menu and I order the same thing every <laughs> single time. And I even asked later this time, and this time I I said, look, I love your entire menu. I read it every time I come here and I always order the bang, bang chicken and shrimp. And I said, is there, and I said, is there anything better? And he goes, he goes, if that's your favorite, man, he's like, you can't go wrong with it. It's right up there with everything on their menu is good. And, and so I, I feel like if I could see the other dishes, maybe it would increase my menu exploration. Right, which would just give me a more diverse experience because I'm just really boring at Cheesecake Factory. Well, but man, that dark bread, how good is that? The dark bread is amazing. I ate all of it. Right. So I'm looking right now on their on their website and like this bang bang chicken and shrimp looks really good, but it's so hard to like see how big is it? And I'm, you know, or or what exactly it is. Wow, I've actually never had this before. So I actually 3D scanned it while while I was in the restaurant. Oh, it was very interesting. So I've got okay. a render of that. I'll show it. I'll text it to you after. I'm like legit hungry right now, and <laughs> talking, I'm thinking yeah. about the the butter and that black bread. And anyway, yeah, because every time I go to Cheesecake Factory, it's yeah. like there's a whole bunch of things that are good. There's a few things that aren't that great. And I'm always scared because of the 4,000 things on the menu. I'm going to get that one. So daunting. But, and there's no pictures in store. And there's exactly right. You have some on their well, online menu. Yes. Is, but, but when you look at the portions, what are the portions? Look yeah. on their online menu. You cannot tell what the portions are. No. And, and I love that. And the portions I, are generous. Yeah. Right. And I love that on, on your app, on the views that I've been able to see, where you can just kind of like move your camera around. You could zoom in. You can really see some texture on it. Like you, you get a chance to really see what it is. Not this like little teeny 
quarter inch by one inch picture that if it is on the menu, that's how big it is. And it doesn't really give you uh, an idea yeah. of that. So that that's awesome. Yeah. And thinking about thinking about all of this, because when at the end of the day, Mike, this all boils down to the guest experience, right? Correct. So what do you think some of the most important aspects of guest experience nowadays are? So for me, two things come to mind. One, you need to differentiate yourself in the space. I was just talking with a five guys franchise owner that was there when they were really blowing up and they were, they were recouping their money from their franchises in a few months. Now, you know, that's extended because the market's been a little bit more saturated, right? There's a lot of restaurants out there. You know, QSR has just exploded, um, especially in the last few years, you know, with yeah. everything that's happened. So I think they need to differentiate themselves and really wow their customers, both from the marketing and from the, the food, right? The food quality and the marketing, they have to be spot on and differentiate, differentiate themselves. And then too, they just have to be super consistent because how many times have we been to a restaurant and it's like amazing. And then you go there and then, you know, the quality is off. So I think those, those are the top two that come to mind. And I think they go along with that. It's like the expectations. And, and when you're doing this, when you're taking these 3D photos and things like that, when you're looking to improve your menu, you've really got to be thinking about how am I going to make sure that my staff is consistent at this? Because you can do, you can serve someone amazing the first time. And then if it's different the second time, like your chances of, of them coming back are severely chances of referring someone, right? Because if you're like, ah, it's a, it's, you know, like Russian roulette, I don't know if it's going to be good. And if you have to say, ah, it's hit or miss on the quality, no one wants that. Yeah. Right. And so uh, I love that. I think it makes a lot of sense. And and in terms of what you're seeing in working with restaurants and retailers, are there any successful tactics that you've seen lately to improve the guest experience? I mean, obviously use Okavu, but uh, besides that, besides that yeah. <laughs> industry examples. I think the thing for me, like, like going back to that consistency. So another thing I was actually just listening to a podcast with, um, Tony Robbins interviews the um, Dan Cathy, right? The oh, Chick-fil-A uh-huh. chairman and his dad founded it, right? So this guy's lived Chick-fil-A, which is, you know, top three, I believe he mentioned in the world for, for fast food. And uh, his, he, one, it was very interesting listening to him. He said, before scaling a new idea, they always make sure they have good DNA, meaning they've flushed out the idea. He said, data, 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 right? And they've actually expanded into South, um, I believe it was South Africa, had good metrics on two of their three key metrics, but they weren't getting the sales volume. So they actually pulled out, even though they were doing pretty well, they actually pulled out because they knew that the foundation wasn't there. If they didn't have these three metrics that they were going to fail long-term. Oh, so it was interesting. Unbelievable insight into arguably, you know, the one of the best executed QSR examples in the world. Uh, well, and plus, and, we all know that they're yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, and in terms of like a- AUV, I mean, like there's there's no one better, right? They're doing eight million for their uh, drive-through locations. Yeah. I mean, come on, that's that's insane. It's crazy. So they obviously got something figured out, right? Yeah, he said on the podcast or on their interview with Tony Robbins, he said that they're about to surpass Starbucks, become number two behind McDonald's. <laughs> Crazy. And, and, and profitability, like you mentioned, is bar none. So, yeah, we, and, and looking at these big brands, you've got Subway, 
with over 20,000 locations. You got McDonald's with 13,000 locations. You got Starbucks with almost 16,000 locations. And then Chick-fil-A is up there about to surpass Starbucks, right? Getting encroaching on McDonald's. And they have not not 20,000, not 13,500, not 15,900. They have less than 3,000 locations. Talk about, I mean, a well-oiled, well-fried machine right there. That is incredible. So, um, yeah, I, I love that. So besides, besides Chick-fil-A and following them, which obviously everyone in the restaurant industry needs to do, is there anyone that you feel like deserves an ovation? Someone that we should be following, learning from? I know you mentioned Tony Robbins. I'm a big Tony fan. Love that guy. Tony's the best. Yeah. Um, I was really impressed just listening to some of your old podcasts. Um, Chowley, super cool. What Sterling's doing is amazing. Sterling Douglas is one of just uh, industry legend. Like he's just so awesome. Um, such an incredible guy, amazing product. Yeah. Love, love Sterling. One other one that um, was referred by one of my employees knows the owner and founder of it, but must have menus.com. Oh, really interesting. Yeah. I'll put the, I'll put the link in, in the chat here. Um, he, has created thousands and thousands of different templates for menus. He's streamlined the whole menu process um, and you can start for free. It's cool. So big shout out to him. Oh um, yeah. I'm looking at the website right now. That's super cool. Yeah. I think they have 15,000, 15,000 or so different clients. Like it's just crazy. Wow. So had no idea how many restaurants are in their U S but there's like, I Googled it today. There's like over 660,000 different restaurants. So it's, it's a daunting vertical to go into and, and to, to see people like Sterling and must have menus just crushing. And, and maybe we take a moment and appreciate what you've done in the restaurant industry. And oh, huge stop. Congrats. Well, huge congrats on the fundraise in this environment is extremely hard. So big, big shout out for that. Well, thanks, Mike. Appreciate yeah. it. It's, it. The team, the team is just incredible. I feel so grateful to be working with such incredible men and women who have put in a lot of time and effort and blood, sweat, tears. Not I mean, some blood, but certainly sweat and tears uh, into making this happen. It's been it's been incredible to see. How so. long? How many years did you work to build that foundation to get to that? You know, we, we've got kind of like two start dates. January of 2017 is like our first start date. And then um, that's when we kind of launched and and started started going. And then August of 2020, we like hit hard reset, mm-hmm. and we just completely pivoted. Um, and well, and really, it wasn't a pivot; it was like a focus. We got rid of a whole bunch of other stuff that we were doing. We stopped servicing a bunch of other industries that we had been servicing because even though we were focused on restaurants, we were still working with uh, customizing the product for and doing marketing to get people in additional industries. And so come, come August, 2020, we just said, all right, we're feedback for restaurants. And that, that really uh, has, has been like the start of what ovation is today, but it took us, took us three and a half years to get to that point to be able to restart. I have a question for you. Do you think, just and it's it's a guess, but do you think if you hadn't laser focused in on that, 
you think you would have had the same success today as if you hadn't focusing on just that vertical? Hundred percent, no. Okay. I mean, the the fact that we took all of this stuff that we were doing and reduced it down. I mean, let's put it this way: we were. It took us three and a half years to get to three hundred locations, mm-hmm. and over the next three years, we've added three thousand additional locations. Right. So. Mm-hmm. By taking our TAM, which is our total addressable market, mm-hmm. and shrinking it down to one-sixth of what it was in our original investor deck, mm-hmm. we've been able to accelerate so much faster because mm-hmm. right now we're solving such a specific problem mm-hmm. for a very specific group of people, which mm-hmm. is like, look, if you if you own a restaurant, especially if it's a multi-location restaurant and you want to get feedback from your guests, like that's that's what we do. That's all we focus on. And that's what we obsess about every single day is how do we do that better? And by focusing in, that's helped us to um, to really connect with a lot more people than we could have otherwise. So cool. I'm excited anyway, for our customers to use, to get to give us feedback via your platform. Hey, likewise, man. <laughs> I, I'm stoked. Speaking yeah. of which, how do people find and follow a Kavu? Uh, can, can can they start buying it right now? Can they start using it? What's the what's the status? We're, we're live. It is in beta, right? We just launched in June. So this is this is it's not a new technology because we've done this for Lego and Nestle and REI and Meta and all the biggest brands in the world. The technology is battle tested, robust, and amazing. But for the restaurant vertical, it's it's brand new. There's been a few pioneers that tried it in app, but to put it on a web-based menu, you know, on their online menu and then scan the QR code and see it right there on the table, it's new, right? And so we would love anyone that wants to beta test it with us to come and, and give it a try, see a demo. Um, I'll, I'll send you some, some fun. We did a demo for Crumble and it's unbelievable. The, the, the feedback that we're getting on is really, really great. That's super cool. And, and crumble, they, uh, you know, they, they do their weekly cookies and, uh, mm-hmm. things like that. So obviously a pretty, pretty fun place to to do that. And especially with all the cookie wars going on right now, it'll be interesting to see everyone needs a leg up there. Um, yep. awesome. Well, Mike, for helping us visualize the restaurant industry in a totally new way, today's ovation goes to you. Thank you for joining us on given ovation. Appreciate it, Zach. It's been my pleasure. Glad you're with us today and thank you. Thank you to the risk takers, the troublemakers, the crazies who are keeping this world clothed and fed. You're the ones who deserve an ovation. Again, this podcast was sponsored by Ovation. To see how we can help you grow your business, go to ovationup.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, remember to give someone in your life an ovation today.